Hi, welcome to this week's Third Party Thursday. My name is Brandon Cooper, and I'm the Chief Risk Officer here at Benminder. Today we're going to talk a little bit about exam preparation. The best strategy for preparing for an exam is to constantly be ready. That means preparing well ahead of time and keeping everything up to date. Ideally, this means several months before even a potential exam, you're already preparing as though it's getting ready to happen and staying at that level of readiness. So what items should you have in preparation for your exam? Let's take a look. It starts probably with a thoroughly documented set of policies and procedures describing your third-party risk management program in detail. These documents should be board approved, accurate in terms of outlining the actual work product, and cite relative, relevant regulatory guidance or consumer protection laws. Be sure they're updated regularly when the guidance changes or when particular situations warrant. Stick to a schedule of having them regularly approved and reviewed, perhaps annually. A complete inventory of all your institution's third parties is the next step, including robust due diligence, well-written risk assessments, and records of ongoing monitoring activities. This should also be accompanied by a process for identifying new third parties prior to a contract being executed, and also defined in terms of the scope of what third parties need to be actively managed. Next up is a risk-based approach to due diligence, complete with all the relevant information. At a minimum, for your critical third parties, you should have up-to-date financials with corresponding analysis, copy of their SOC report and the accompanying controls, a robust business continuity plan detailing the roles of the third party and your institution, complete information security analysis to safeguard your customer's data, foundational documents such as articles of incorporation, a Secretary of State check, and any required licensing, and certainly an accurate and actionable exit strategy. Next up is a complete set of risk assessments on your third party, on your third parties, demonstrating you've carefully considered all the potential risks of doing business with this particular third party and how those risks are addressed by your institution. Ideally, the description of these risks corresponds with your institution's enterprise risk management strategy, outlining your institution's appetite for risk. The ongoing monitoring activities appropriate to control uh, the risks identified in the assessment is the next item. And these could range from transaction testing, to social media, to negative news searches, to call center listening, or even mystery shopping. These should be tailored to the type of activities the third party is providing. If there are items like uh, reporting or audit records you need the third party to provide, please be sure they're spelled out in the contract. Next, a system and a process for managing contracts to ensure they're well-tracked. Failing to recognize expiration dates and termination notification periods are common pitfalls. And make sure those contracts contain all of the required provisions to protect all parties involved in the business relationship. Finally, you'll want evidence of regular reporting to senior management and to your board of directors in the form of actual presentation, and make sure it's evidenced in the minutes to uh, reflect appropriate discussion. Ideally, this reporting will touch on each of the factors I just mentioned earlier. Hopefully, we've got all these items in order, but if not, now is the time to prepare. If you wait till the countdown is on to the opening of the exam, you're going to be doing too little and far too late. We've got lots of helpful content on our website in our weekly information series, and we're always here to help. Thanks for listening today, and if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our Third Party Thursday series.